Howdy, y'all. I'm Corbin Wright. What's up, y'all? I'm Austin Shaw. Welcome back to episode four, numero cuatro of the Seeking Euphoria podcast. Quatro. Um, last episode, we had our famous guest, Jairus Martin, a homeboy of ours. Um, we talked about uh, 2020 and the hardships of it, and we talked about the goals we had uh, for this year coming up, or already here, uh, and... You all should go check it out. It was an amazing episode. Um, we'll be taking it away. Yeah, um, real quick, again, like every episode, I just have to express um, my thankfulness for all of you who have tuned in and listened to previous episodes. It's, um, it's really cool. It's really cool. And hearing um, the messages that you, or seeing the messages that y'all send us, it's just, like, it does a lot. It does a whole lot. So it doesn't go unnoticed. So thank you. Today, though, um, we are joined by a good friend of mine, Cassidy Porter. Say what's up, Cassidy. Hello. It's I'm so humbled to be on this podcast today, and I'm quite nervous, so if I laugh, that's why, because I have nervous laughs, but that's hello. Okay. We do the same thing. <laughs> well, welcome to, welcome to the show. Um, Thank you. To kind of break the ice, I guess, why don't we, I mean, it's been a, it's been a little over a week since our last episode, Austin. Um, we normally upload just under just about once every week, maybe a little less than a week, actually. And this time it's been we, about a we week and a half. Last week. Well, yeah. you know, I, a lot's happened yeah. last week. So why don't we just kind of talk about what's what's going on? Like, Austin, what's been up with you? Uh, we had uh, <clears throat> New Year's Eve, right? Um, New Year's Eve was awesome, dude. I ate so much food. Uh, my, uh, my uncle Chris, he made like these chicken wings. That were amazing. Like I don't know. Like if we ever go camping together again, like I want to do this. Like I want to go. Like he he did it over a grill. But like whenever we go camping again, like I want to get a little grill, and I just want to like season some good chicken wings. Like man, make them because them things are fire. Yeah, well. And then like uh, what? I was yeah, gonna what? say, well, yeah. where where were you? I mean, not everyone knows where I, you oh, were. Oh, guys, let me tell you where I was. All right, so I was in Bandera, Texas. This is around like San Antonio area, kind of central south part of texas yeah texas and it's where my people live and it's amazing beautiful out there um sometimes we go hunting out there and it's just beautiful um and we had new year's eve we usually have new year's eve over there at least my dad's side of the family and uh it's amazing and uh we had a great time i had great father-son talk with my dad um it really kind of like shifted my uh, like literally every year I go it shifts like the course of my life so I will continue to keep, keep going it's awesome yeah what about you bro um okay well for me this last week and a half has been it's been great actually um I've had a lot of questions um in my faith like not okay not in my faith but just questions that I've been bringing to God and he's been answering but um, there's still a lot of answers that I'm awaiting in time but I actually about a week ago well not a week ago well close to a week, about ago, a week ago about a week ago yeah I uh, I went to Glen Rose Texas which is a little small town Ooh. about an hour and 20 minutes southwest of Dallas give or take which is about well it's not anywhere near where you were at actually but um no not at all it was cool well, it was really cool it was like thir- three hours yeah, not too close. Um, anyways, I had some college friends of mine who invited me to go to out there and spend New Year's with them, and we just had we had a great time. I mean, didn't sleep much. 
I stayed up late a lot. Uh, we weren't doing anything like crazy, but you know, I do have some crazy friends. So if you're listening, my crazy <laughs> friends, and, yeah. Anyways, but I mean, it was cool. Like in Glen Rose, which I didn't even know really until, I mean, she, my friend Jillian told me, but I really didn't know. Supposedly, I don't know if it's for the state of Texas or for America or for the world, but it's like the dinosaur capital. And I was like, wait, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, what? I didn't what? even know they had one. Well, apparently they do. And I went there and um, there's all like, there's like this place called Dinosaur Valley, which is a valley. And there's a lot of dinosaur statues and gift shops and like things to do. But the reason why is because like all in that area, there's like dinosaur tracks everywhere. I'm just like, really? what in the middle of Texas? But that's awesome. It's so cool. And so actually I didn't really get to see that because the weather was pretty rough, but we had a lot of fun anyways. And then we got to go to Fort Worth for a day and um, go to the stockyards. Went to Fort Worth? Yeah, I went to the stockyards. Oh yeah, that's right. I love the stockyards. That was, that was fun. That was like, it just brought out, you know, the inner inner Texan in me, inner cowboy in me. That was, <laughs> that was so much fun. Um, and then actually I took on my way back home, instead of going east to Shreveport and south. I actually went south this time and very briefly for like two hours, I actually drove through Houston the other day and had lunch with uh, two friends of mine, William and Damien, who I've known since I was like two or three. And um, that was great, but it was dangerous. Let me tell you, let me tell y'all. I mean, I know I'm talking a lot, but this man lives dangerously. Um, I drive south from Glen Rose through Waco and all that. About like 40 minutes north of Waco, I started like, okay, so New Year's, I left New Year's Day from Glen Rose to come back home. And well, I stopped in Houston and come home the rest of the day. And well, on that route, like, so New Year's Eve, so going in the New Year's Day, I stayed up till like 3.20 in the morning. And then like also knowing that like I had to get up and drive because I was supposed to be in Houston by lunchtime. And so like, I woke up at 7.30, got about four hours of sleep, just a little over four hours. And it was rough, let me tell you, I was, I was tired and anyways as i was driving i started to feel tired and i was like oh no this is no bueno and so i pulled over <laughs> in some little small town um at some dollar general i took about 20 minute nap and let me tell you it did wonders so like i like i <laughs> said you know i live on the edge from occasion to occasion you know so from time to time so i had a real good time and so that's what i've been up to what you've been up to cassidy honestly not that much i had foot surgery about on thursday it'll be four weeks so i really have not been doing much because it's i don't can't really i can walk but you know it's not like as easy when you're wearing a huge boot um so honestly i've been really just like missing community that i have back in lubbock because i go to texas tech um and just been missing being able to like go on a walk around the neighborhood and things um but other than that i really have just been trying to like rest in jesus and who he says i am when i'm trying when i'm overthinking all these things um because i'm not like getting you know like exercise and like community and stuff like that um so I've just really been trying to like tell myself when I don't have all of these things, like I still need to be content in 
in my relationship with Jesus without all the tangible things. So other than that, I've just been chilling. <laughs> oh, that sounds sounds like it's been um, slower, but it sounds really nice. It sounds like you spent a lot of time with the Lord and 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 His Word, and that's that's awesome. That's always good. Um, I feel I feel that uh, like whenever I had Corona, the famous COVID nineteen um, last this last July, and I spent two weeks in quarantine, dude. It's uh, like I couldn't go to church. I couldn't go visit. Well, no, I couldn't go visit Corbin, and uh, I couldn't go anywhere. So I was just stuck at home, bored. Yeah. And it sucks. It really does. I totally feel that. Have you had a casting? I think I had it like in February a year ago. I'm almost positive I had it, but um, because I had like every single symptom, but I have never gotten tested and had it or felt sick after mm-hmm. like COVID started. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> did, well. did you lose taste and smell? Yeah, I lose, lost my taste and smell. I lost, I had a fever. I had headaches and I never get headaches. I I had really bad bowel issues. It was like every single symptom. I had a cough where I would like throw up so bad because just how how bad I was coughing. Yeah. I feel like that's not even COVID. That's just like death. <laughs> I mean, that's, dude, <laughs> it sounds like you're dying. That is awful. Wow. Yeah. Dude, one of the nurses, one of the nurses that took my test, they uh, she had coronavirus and the flu. Oh Dude, my god. That sounds awful. That is so, so bad. Like, I can't imagine that. You know, I feel like yeah. because I haven't had COVID, God's using me for some reason. You know, he has some special purpose for me because I, <laughs> I'm like one of the only few people that I know that has a COVID. But then so you, I'm so you wonder if like you have had it, but you were asymptomatic. Like yeah. I, like being in college, like, you know, I, there's no way for me to not be around people. So I'm like, I'm not like I'm going to classes oh, yeah. every day. Like there's, I totally could have yeah. had it and just not known. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know how this guy didn't get it because yeah. I had it the re, I had it right right at graduation and we hung out the entire was, week. Yeah, and I mean honestly, that had it and I don't know how he didn't get it. I really I thought that you know uh, this whole time I was thinking you know I must have been asymptomatic, but then I was like you know. That doesn't explain why every single other person that right. I hung around didn't yeah. get it because they still could have got exactly. it from me. Yeah. So unless everyone else I know is asymptomatic, <laughs> which yeah. I don't think is the case, I've been in right. the clear. Um, Hallelujah. That is yeah. a miracle, honestly. That that was a miracle. I don't really... God bless you. Oh. Yeah. Um. Now um, for a second there. No, you're good. Um. So, um. I guess this is can be a normal thing. Um, we all, all three of y'all, well, <laughs> not three of y'all, it's two of y'all. Yeah, I know that I'm looking to switch my major. Yeah, the Holy Spirit. There's, there's um, spirit. There's Austin, spirit. why don't you um, tell Cassidy what you're studying right now? And then Cassidy, you tell him and me. <laughs> well, well uh, right now, I just made the decision to stay at the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Um, Currently, my major is technically uh, secondary education in mathematics. I still, I'm interested in teaching, but I'm really confused about what I want to do in life. So that's 
I went from electrical engineering to secondary education, and I thought teaching was something I wanted to do, but um, like I said, Bandera, man, it really changed the direction. So I'm, I'm really trying to uh, question and challenge myself and what I want to do the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. Cassie, what about you? I am yeah. a communication studies major, but that's just like super broad because. I go to a public school, so I can't, like, major in, like, Bible studies or anything like that. But I am I want to do ministry as my career. Um, who knows what that entails, but communication studies for now, learning how to communicate. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome that uh, even though where you're at, you can't study for saying that that you're still pursuing that and not letting that stop you that's that's really cool do you have an idea of what kind of ministry you want to do um hmm i i would say i was telling corbin the other day like my dream job would be to like go on tour and speak and write books and like do podcasts and things like that but like that's just my dream and um god obviously has more than i can imagine um you know for me so i i don't really know i'm planning on maybe trying to get an internship at some type of um like if you know beth moore she has a ministry called living proof ministries um and so Mm -hmm. i think if i could i would try and get an internship there but that would be difficult, but I try and then see where that takes me, maybe get a job, you know, with them or somewhere else and then kind of just go for the, go from there and see where he leads me. Yeah. That sounds like a plan. Do you, uh, are you involved in church? Whenever, like, of course, not right now, but like before the yeah, surgery, at were you Texas Tech, I go to a church called redeemer and they have like redeemer college which is like their college ministry and i definitely am involved there i just with like their their things called like gospel communities which is like a community group where you meet and like have a bible study and then like smaller other things and um i'm hoping to be a gospel community leader in the fall next year so yeah for sure and i just became a member there so that's fun that's cool austin you're nice. it sounds like you a little bit yeah it sounds like <laughs> honestly it sounds, it sounds it sounds like me because like okay so like i i'm i attend the uh, university of louisiana um and they have a place called chi alpha and i became a member there and at first it kind of like was like i don't know if i'm gonna like it but then i got into a thing called life group where it's like a a group of guys it's like the like they're it's like community groups um like like individual bible study and i uh, i got into that and immediately like it was amazing and i built up friendships life and they have like a a leadership like little program in the spring and i want to take it and uh i could probably become a life group leader but i'm i'm trying to see where the lord wants to take me in I hope, you know, I can one day become like a, a leader in Christ, you know? I know it's a, definitely a lot of uh, accountability, 
and definitely a lot of wisdom that goes into it but that part out okay. we're good so i didn't hear uh, austin you I asked didn't me hear anything go ahead austin said besides i heard that you started going anything? into a community group with life group or something and that's all i heard oh well go ahead austin <laughs> okay so let me backtrack so okay so i was introduced to a community group uh or I guess like a group called Chi Alpha and they're not a fraternity, they're not a sorority, but uh, they're just a, a, a community group, a, a church group. And I got involved uh, and then once I got involved, I, I really built up some friendships. Like our last guest, Jairus, who's one of the, the leaders and we became great friends and we've gone on uh, amazing adventures. And uh, next semester, uh, they're offering like leadership classes and I want to take them and uh, and it leads up to life group leaders whether or not you want to um, I really want to be used by God I don't know how or like how he's going to do it but I just want to be used by God yeah. I want to be a, that's so a vessel good. for him and I think it'd be great yeah that's I guess you didn't hear earlier Cassidy because yeah. you came out but I was saying that like just real quick, yeah. I said like one sentence. Was, I was like, it was amazing. It's just, it's really cool that both of y'all kind of <laughs> have very similar like desires yeah. as of like right now in college and how you want to be used. Um, that's cool yeah. to me. And then Austin said, Corbin, what about you? And I was like, oh, well. Um, so right now at Harding, where I go, um, COVID has, compared to a lot of universities, I've actually, it's Harding's been really good and I've had all my classes in person. And whatnot so it's been real good but um a lot of activities on campus last semester were just pretty much non-existent so it was really a struggle to meet people and whatnot but i got real close to the guys in my dorm and anyways well next semester or this upcoming semester also um at christian universities we have fraternities and sororities but we don't we don't call them that we just call them clubs um it's the same literally the same exact thing it's just they don't call them that because they don't anyways well next semester I'm going to be joining one called Theta. It's just Theta. And um, anyways, uh, hope, I'm hoping to get plugged in that a lot. But actually, just recently, towards the end of last semester, I started this um, Tuesday night tea time uh, with some guys in my dorm building. And that's actually really cool. I mean, me and my friend Corey had like this idea to, to use that as kind of a ministry, just to check up on the guys once a week and um, conversate with one another. And, talk about things that are just important with to us and to each other and so i'm really looking forward yeah, to that that's so good that's awesome um as far as like actual i mean you can i want to totally do something like that as far as actual leadership roles not this upcoming semester um but the fall semester coming like in in 2021 or this year um i'm, I'm applying to be an ra and actually cassidy you didn't know this but at Harding University, and it's so crazy to so many people who are not in the university, there's a curfew. Oh, um, yeah. And, like, you can, like, check out, and it's totally fine, but there's a yeah. curfew. And at first, it's, like, really, like, a bummer. It's, like, you know, it's just kind of ridiculous. But as you go on being a student, it's actually, like, really, really nice because it keeps you from staying right. out too late and doing, doing things you probably shouldn't be doing. But also, like, it forces you to be in the dorm. Yeah. So it forces all these guys who are wide awake to be in the same dorm as each other. And so you have a really good opportunity to, to talk with each other yeah. all the time. 
which is is actually really fun. And so, anyways, go my sophomore year, um, I applied for this job to be an RA, resident assistant. And in my school, um, I know a lot of schools RAs like yes, you have to check rooms, but it's not everything every day, every night kind of thing. Well, at Harding it is. Every night you have to check the room. And a lot of RAs actually use that as an opportunity to kind of like mentor and um, be a role model to the freshman lives. Yeah. And so I'm actually like I'm really I really I applied for that. I'm really hoping I get the opportunity to do that because um, I love my RA and I want I want to do that. Yeah, that would be so cool. So thank you for asking, Austin. <laughs> now this is my pleasure. We have me and Austin. We uh. <clears throat> We got some questions today that we want to try to tackle. Um, yeah, we we tackled. We, yeah, there's a lot. We talked about it for a while. Truthfully, there's no way we're gonna finish all of it, and that's totally fine. Um, we got more weeks. We got more shows to do. So I'm really excited. But today, you our do, topic question is: What does an identity in Christ look like? What does an identity in Christ look like? And so before we even I feel like we should even answer that. I think what's really important is to address, like, when you think of the word identity, like, what do you think of? Like, what comes to mind? I think for me, um, is like my identity is something that I find like all my hope in, and something that I that's where I feel seen and that's where I feel heard, and that's through my identity is how I know I'm loved, how I know I'm worthy and etc because of where I get my identity from so if my identity is in people then I'm only gonna feel love through people but if my identity is through Jesus then I'll always feel love because of what he did on the cross if that makes sense totally oh yeah I think you said that perfectly honestly like um, I was I was thinking about it I had talked to Corbin about like um, identity. Um, my identity was actually stolen. Like, uh, I guess like tax-wise, the IRS sent me some. But like, besides okay. that, um, but I was thinking about like whenever like the word identity came to my mind, I thought about like IDs and like uh, licenses and like um, whenever like you go to apply to a job, you always hand an ID. And whenever I think of identity. Um, in Christ or just in general yeah. just like you hand in this information yeah. like who are you um, and I want to people to know that I'm in Christ and I want Christ to know hey we're, we're together this is us yeah. uh, against everything um, and I just you know you need to, I, yeah I think I, that was yeah cool. so as well said I totally agree with both of you guys that was that was that was weird. spot on so but because um, a lot of people who listen to this show are not Christians. And that's actually really cool to me, I think, because I don't want it to just yeah. be exclusive to one group of people. Mm -hmm. um, that'd be sad. Um, anyways, so the next follow-up question to that, that is, be. you know, um, why should we place our identity in Christ? Like, what, what's so special about having an identity in Christ? Like, why? Um, okay, Ooh. this is just like, this is, I think, just something that is so, like, wrecks me over and over again is the fact that, like, the word says, and we know to be true, that, like, he is the same today, he's the same yesterday, and he's the same forever. 
So I think a big part that I struggle with is it's so, like I said, so easy to put like our identity into, you know, what people think of us, but people's opinions and people's feelings change constantly all the time. Mm. But it's like when Jesus died on, on that cross, like his blood was shed to make us white as snow and that that will literally never change and so i think that's why it's just so like crucial and so different than when you're putting it in people and tangible items because or even whenever you're only putting your identity in yourself because jesus is your creator and he took everything so that you could have an abundant life yeah um you know for me i think one of the things that comes to mind when i think of why we should put our identity in christ is for me a big a big thing for me is grace Mm -hmm. um i have messed up a lot in my life we all have we all have but i I, i'm always always feel like i messed up more than, than the next guy which isn't true we're all sinners and you know the result of sin is death and to be honest i don't really want to die (laughs) the the idea of death doesn't necessarily excite me outside of christ it doesn't um but in him through his grace through what he offers oh i mean it changes everything you talk about you know wanting to seek euphoria like having that grace having that faith in something more and something and so much love and compassion it just that brings me some serious joy and yeah. happiness and that's Ooh. that's enough that's enough for me and like knowing our need for a savior like we could never you know do enough to you know be perfect no one ever can be perfect but like that's god's standard so you know the fact that we get this grace when he is so perfect it just reminds us of like our need for a savior and that you know why wouldn't we put our identity in that and like i just want to go back like to what you said about white as snow and what and just grace um when we're in christ we're brand new and like we get like that fresh start mm-hmm. and like we're no longer a part of the world we're part of something bigger we're part of jesus and we're in this family and i i find myself like it's weird but like i don't know whenever like someone mentions like they're like a christian not like just like oh, i believe in god but like they're a christian they, they do a lot and i'm just like i feel like like i like i feel like this like immediately like brothership or like you know bond like i don't know like a sibling like a really like close friend immediately it probably shouldn't but i really like whenever like like that's just like a big like what i just immediately just like want to just talk about jesus and like it's crazy but speaking about being brand new like um i think about like whenever (laughs) i got my car my car is just like i don't know it's a ford taurus ses 2000 fords now that i can speak humbly about it um it's not exactly the but it works. hot rod type. But whenever I first did it, hey, but it works. It gets me to point A to B. Um, however, <laughs> whenever I first got it, bro, hottest car in the block, let me tell you. It still is. It always is because the engine's right hot. But uh, I honestly, mm. honestly think that's how Jesus views us. Like, 
he views us as like we're amazing and like perfect and just like he sees potential and just like how i see my car like i see it's amazing i see potential taking me to new mexico or uh, san antonio just like yeah. where are we going where's what's next even though i'm not perfect even though none of us are perfect like corbin said like we're all sinners we've all sinned um jesus still takes us as we are he says come as you come as you are you know what i mean and i feel like that's so welcoming and so like oh like really like that's Um, the most amazing part and we're not perfect outside of him but in him we are made perfect Mm -hmm. we are we're made perfect one thing that you said earlier austin you were talking about how when you see another christian and you just get so excited isn't that like beautiful that we have brothers and sisters in christ like our family is no longer you know three five six you know 15 people you know it's it's like millions of people who have walked this this face of this earth that's just that's comforting for me to know that i am not i'm not i'm not alone i mean i'll never be alone because god's in me but i also have a army of believers right next Mm -hmm. to me Like, don't you ever want to just go like to like a foreign country? Like, I've I've, I've always like like tried to keep up with China because like you know they're kind of like a yes like hundred um, percent persecuted. Yeah. yeah, they are persecuted. Not kind, not kinda. They are, but just like what if like not saying that I can speak Chinese, but like want a you know Chinese person that can speak like English and like just talk about Jesus and like that would be amazing. Like someone completely different lifestyle and just talking about Jesus and how. They, how, how Jesus is in their lives. That would be so amazing. I think That's it's what, so special too. Lives. Like, if, you know, we went somewhere, you know, across the country or wherever, meeting with people who have um, completely different language, completely different ways of life, completely different culture. And it's like we're still worshiping the same God, you know? Like, Jesus yes. is the same, you know, here as he is you know millions of miles away and it reminds me of when i went on like a mission trip to haiti a few years back and um i remember we went to like this haitian church and we're you know all worshiping the same god but there's only like you know 10 of us who spoke english and the other 50 spoke creole and so it was like hearing these people like bow down on their knees like worshiping in a different language and it was just kind of like a picture of like this is like heaven this is what heaven will be like and more than that it'll be billions of different people and billions of different cultures and languages but like we all are captivated by the same jesus the same god yes isn't that isn't that so cool like to me i think um some of some of the most beautiful worship i've ever seen it's not even like my own fellow culture like it's not right people that yeah. i know like it's like i've seen like when i went to um i went to an orphanage in mexico a few years back and just seeing like the way the kids mm-hmm. and the adults like really worshiped god like really worshiped and they weren't just singing words they were like everything about them was to god that was it yeah. just it changes you i mean it opens your eyes to a lot it makes you question um i think makes me question how i worship god at times how far I'm willing to go to worship him, to what extent. Um, I just think you're right. 
um, a lot of cultures, it's beautiful to to come together with other believers, whether regardless of their culture, and to to sing praises to God. Um, one thing was what when I also thinking about different cultures and um, how we all together get to it makes me it makes me think about racism and how racism is so wrong and corrupt and evil because like yeah. in Jesus we are all Disgusting. one nation you know we're, we're all one people and we all get to proclaim his name I mean Jesus himself was not American he wasn't yeah. blonde hair blue eyes you know he was Middle Eastern I mean so to me it just makes me honestly it makes me think about racism in a lot of ways and just and how how it makes me wrong it is grateful that we have all these different races I'm so glad that like God isn't a God yes. who said hey I want everyone to look the same like he made all these different ways of life in mm. different colors and different lips and noses and hair types and colors and stuff for a reason you know no, that's cool actually I'm glad you mentioned that yeah um, just like to back to the uh, the ID card, just like um, or I guess not. Never mind. Like, don't you ever like just see a person like you just see that Christian glare, like just like cliche, like just like their whole like mind, like just like their whole like I guess like I would say vibe. Yeah, like, they radiate Christ. Sure. I guess their glow. Sure. Yes, they radiate. Hundred percent. Like and like whenever whenever I hang around, like like whenever we went to Houston. Um, for Soul Link, it was like a little, uh, I guess, like it's a getaway or what would youth you describe rally. it? A youth camp, weekend youth rally, a youth rally in in Houston. Yeah. Um, you could just see Christ glowing on everyone, and just like whenever you get to see other Christians, you just see that, and you are like, I kind of see it in some people, like without knowing yeah. that they're, they're mm-hmm. Christian, but I for just sure. think that's amazing. I mean, it, it makes me think of. Uh, don't have off the top of my head the scripture but you know jesus pretty much says you know they will know who you are pretty much because of me like they'll know that you're christians by the way you act and by the way you bring about yourself that's and honestly that's something that's actually convicted me a whole lot in my life especially recently because to be honest outside of you know people who know me personally i don't i don't really think i have a very um christian look to me i don't think the way i live my life just you would assume that i am a christian i just think you would assume, i think i feel like people would assume that just any old other person you know and that's something that i definitely feel like i need to be working on more in my life yeah it's definitely not easy but i, I feel, feel like once you like learn to be so intentional about it and like for me if i go out somewhere and then i'm like that stranger was so nice I'm like, I think about how I could be like one of those strangers that like you meet them and you're like, wow, they were so like different, not, not anxious or scared to talk to people, but you know, different, but it's not easy for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel that whenever I, I, I might work for Chick-fil-A again, but whenever I was working for Chick-fil-A, I would take out what I would bring out the food. Uh, to people mm-hmm. and just like being like ultra nice and like t- right. ask about people's yeah. days and just being genuine people love that and people want that and they not that they know that they want that but they that we That's all need human. that we all yeah. desire like yeah we all desire that I was gonna 
wanted to read um, just a verse. It was kind of, it was more about something earlier, but I'll go ahead and read it. It was 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. By the grace God has given me, I have a, I, well, let me restart that. Um, <laughs> by the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder and someone else is building on it, but each one should build with care. It just made me think like, going back to how, um, um, having a foundation in Christ definitely feel like going to, um, <laughs> kind of lost my train of thought but having that foundation it just mm-hmm. there's so much comfort in that for me to to know that I can yeah. put my foundation in Christ and that he will provide and that the Lord will provide for me and that anything that I need mm-hmm. in my life he will give to me and he will grant me in his time and how he wants to do it, it might not be how I want yeah. but he will do it and with with putting your foundation in Christ comes a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of surrendering and a lot of giving up right but in return there's so much that you will gain. And that's, to understand that is it's really exciting and puts a smile on my face. So, yeah. Can I ask you what verse that was? I'm trying to look it up because I'm, I'm thinking. It, it's, yeah, it's in the, the same section. We about, uh, First Corinthians chapter three, and that was verse 10, but. Oh, yes. Okay, so I wanted to build up on it. So it also talks about if, in verse 12 it talks about if anyone builds on this foundation using gold silver uh costly stones wood hay or straw their work will be shown for what it is um that's that's part of it but like um whenever i read that a lot of people think it's like talking about purgatory and i don't i don't think so i think it's talking about whenever we go through life whenever we're going through trials and temptations and we're going through hardships like we were talking about last uh episode we were talking about 2020 how difficult it was for all of us um whenever we build that foundation on christ and you know people like to like rely on people like cassie said or just we rely on like i don't know or world like work um, worldly things <laughs> okay. i'm trying to think of that word worldly things and um it ends up not working for us. But when we, whenever we build our foundation on Christ, trials and temptations and just hardships, they're not easy, well, but they're And it's like in, in James where they're, it says yeah. they're like, on Christ. we actually can go through our trials and tribulations and have like complete joy of them because we know like what he's mm-hmm. going to do through the suffering. That like suffering yes, produces, you know, being steadfast, which produces like endurance and perseverance and you know everything that we can have like an actual complete joy while we're in the middle of something that's you know really hard yeah and we what we need to, need to understand is that you know trials and tribulations they'll come from god but the temptation yeah. uh, that's not god that's satan temptation is straight from satan um oh, no. so you're right oh, i mean god is he'll put us through hard things hard trials but it'll help us build up so much like me and Austin are talking about the fruit of the spirits and how like those trials and tribulations directly impact oh, the fruit yeah. of the spirits and mm-hmm. who you are and um also was that Galatians 5 or is that, that... oh let me look it yeah, up read that. but read um it. no I was just gonna say that 
What was I gonna say? <laughs> no, you're totally right though, Cassidy. That Rory is safe. We should. We can have joy. We can have joy. Don't worry. In our I got you. That is. I don't feel like in outside of Christ, there's like anything that you go through is hard. Isn't usually like. Well, that's okay. Let me rework that. A lot of things that are hard. It's hard to be joyful right. during it. Yeah. It's it's usually like people will be happy afterwards as a result, but going through it, they, they a lot of times they won't be. They'll just be in misery. But in Christ, you know, you don't have to reside right, in that misery. Yeah. You can, you can, you can have so much more. Yeah, and before I read uh, Galatians five, um, I just want to build on that. Like, like people like sometimes like they're in slump. Like recently, I'm right now. I don't exactly feel like I'm in a slump, but like the last month, I was like in this slump. It's like thing. I was just like, I can't get out of this. But I have. I was like, I wasn't like praying as much i wasn't reading my bible as much and i recognized like wait there's something missing and then as soon as i jumped back into christ i just realized i was stepping into fire and i was like uh-oh i jumped back and i was like i need christ i need jesus and whenever i started praying more i started reading more i started getting more community i just realized like this is where my identity lies this is where i need to be because without him my life is misery i'm full of depression anxiety um, attacks from everywhere. It's just whenever the enemy sees you down, he's gonna kick you when you're down. Um, and I, I definitely live by that. I live by God because honestly, I hate, uh, I hate thinking that everybody hates me, and I don't think that's right. Um, but now Galatians five twenty two. If you don't know what the spirit, the, uh, the fruits of the spirit are, um, they're not actual fruit like apples and bananas. Um, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Um, whenever we're in Christ, whenever um, we're renewed, whenever we're saved, um, whenever we have this new mindset, these things uh, start to pour into our lives. We start to notice, like, um, wow, like this guy has changed like whenever we hand in our id like just immediately say like oh wow that guy is loving that guy is gentle that guy is so or that girl is very gentle and so good um and you don't not nowadays like you don't really see that and trust me i've been in chick-fil-a drive-thru and you would think you'd meet some nice people. I mean, you do, and it but reminds there's some really me, people honestly, out there. of, like, but. whenever we're putting our identity and our foundation in Christ, like, that's, like, a reflection of how we're going to treat people. So we honestly treat people, you know, even better whenever we're dying to ourselves and our desires and worldly things that we want whenever we hand that over to Him and are, like here you go now let me love people the way that you love people oh yeah yeah it makes me think um self-control the fruit of the spirit to me that's like honestly i think that might just be one of like the biggest ones like i feel like that's one of the biggest character oh, traits anybody sure. can have is because self-control in christ i mean you're like you said cassidy it's it's giving up your your right it's giving up uh, pursuing things that you just your flesh would want. Yeah. It's not about that anymore. It's about controlling yourself so you can be able to give as much as you can to the Lord and to glorify his kingdom. And 
that's that's cool. <laughs> um, one thing I was thinking about is, um, me and Austin were talking about this earlier, talking about identity in Christ, and two things that really come to my mind also, um, outside of just like grace and what y'all said, because those are hundred percent correct. But uh, another two big things that come to my mind are worship and service and how we worship our Lord and who we worship and what we worship. And then the way we live our lives and the service we, 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 we give and, or don't give. So I guess the question I wanted to ask is what would it look like to worship something outside of Christ? Hmm. Something that would look like what? What's something like you could worship you outside? Worship like what's something outside. that isn't that you that you could be worshiping that There's isn't Christ so centered? Dude. Okay, so so like I think like one thing that really gets me is like let me see. I would say like hmm, probably like <laughs> actually I lost it. Sorry. I was getting there. <laughs> I was getting there. I was thinking about it. It was on the tip of my tongue. I almost had it. I think it. for but, me. Um, oh, you go. Yeah. But. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, you go. You go. Awkward. I was just going to go because I thought I thought it would give you time so, to think. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> to remember. <laughs> okay. Anyway. That would be amazing. Um, Thank you so much. I think a big thing for me, I hope this makes sense, but. I have, like, a, a bad tendency to, like, fantasize. And, like, I think I, I honestly, like, worship fantasies. Like, you know, oh what God. I want my love life to look like and what I want, you know, myself to look like, like, tangibly and, and what I want. You know, like, the shows I watch, like, I'm fantasizing my life within that and, like, what life could be, but, you know, that it's not reality. I feel like that's a big thing, if that makes sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I have the same problem. Uh, I was just telling Corbin the other day, um, I just, whenever I, like, I uh, start, like, getting into, like, like, I just start talking to some girl, and, like, I start, like, going, like, I guess, like, I have to talk about my feelings before I start, like, I'm know, the same really exact deep way, into it, because I would just start overthinking hard. But yeah, um, I guess like one thing that I worship is like would be like I'm try- I have it because like um, I tend to like rely on myself mm. for everything um, because whenever like I get into like a bad situation, I tend to like just like retract and just like I just uh, I don't really like to tell anyone. I like to keep everything. I just think I can handle it. Um, I tend to, uh, without recognizing it, sometimes I do it just like um, by myself. But I'll just yeah. I'll take care of myself rather than anyone else. Um, I guess that's a, a form of worship, 100%. idolatry for myself, which isn't really good. I and uh, it leads to like me like not wanting to seek help. And whenever I do seek help, oh my gosh, that is the most amazing thing. Because like I talked about last episode, check it out last episode. Well, I but, can... uh, <laughs> I, I, 
<laughs> so uh, I would I would talk about my problems to my family or just someone who I um, who is within Christ, and I talk about my problems, and it feels like the weight of the world is off of me, and that's so important. Whenever we're in Christ, like that, have that family, that have that, uh, like we like incorporate our brothership, our Christ brothership. Um, yeah, that's I amazing. Think that's that's amazing. Think. Go ahead, Kate. go ahead. Yeah. Oh. No, yeah, hundred percent. I was gonna say to both of yours that hundred percent. I can see how y'all struggle with that, but it's you're not alone. You're definitely not alone. I think for me, what I struggle with maybe most, I was I've been thinking about it. I think I, in a way, which I've never really verbalized this because I never really like thought about it, but I think it's true. I think I worship other Christians. Mm, that is a so, like, big one. That is so big. I think. I just feel like when I need help, the kind of opposite of you, Austin, you know, you say you don't really seek people. I seek people, but I don't, I think I, I tend to not seek the Lord yeah. and trust the Lord. That's so and convicting. That's something I've been praying. Ooh. I've been praying for a lot of clarity and like God's telling me that. And it is very convicting for me because, you know, it's good. It's so good to have good Christians in your life. But if you put your foundation in them, right. they're not yeah. God. They are I mean, they're sinners. They're they are Amen. gold and silver and hay, like Austin said. You know, you know. But if we have our foundation in Christ and the Lord, then right, you know, He'll help us. And I think I I think I struggle with that. The I worshiping feel like other even Christians. just if you're you know discouraged or something or feeling you know some type of way where you need help, and then you just for me this is at least I struggle with just wanting to like do a quick little Google search and then find like a sermon or a blog or something of, of a Christian, you know, talking about it and like giving me advice for it. But I'm like, why are we not like taking up the word of God that's alive and that literally is, you know, the breath of God, you know, which is going to give us more than any of these sermons or blogs, you know, will ever. And feel like that's honestly just like a form of like laziness of like let me just watch this like watch what someone has to say because it will make me feel encouraged but like i need to go to like his word you know yes i feel that and you know while i was thinking about that um i thought about music like like whenever i listen to sad music like my go-to like whenever like i just i go to sad music and like not intentionally like i think music is amazing but like i'll just like if i'm sad like my immediate like response <laughs> is just like go sit in my car listen to sad music yeah. and just ball my sure. eyes out like you know what i mean like being open and honest but like that's my go-to it's just like and like i rather like like it sucks like to like think that way but like um mm-hmm. i think it's important just to go to the lord and especially go to the lord first before anyone else um like i, I kind of like before like I started like this this month of spending my time alone um I used to go to people more often than usual and I wouldn't talk to anybody like Corbin like like Corbin I just wouldn't talk to no one, no one. um I wouldn't talk to God yeah, I mean I would talk to one. everyone but God yeah I think it makes me um think about uh um there we go <laughs> lost it uh, well what do you I mean thinking? it's 
I don't know. But I guess I guess we can uh, kind of pass off of that though. And the other thing that I mentioned was was service. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or actually, let's, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's get. You want to continue worship or go to the service and then come back to worship because. How okay, about so, let's go to service. Go ahead. Because I have. Uh, uh, okay, so service. I've been thinking about like ways to like do service. Um, the, a coworker of mine. Um, well, I guess like to give a baseline of service is like. Uh, well, for me, what service means is like to do things with uh, for Christ and for other people. Um, kind of like in James, yeah. it says, "Faith without deeds yeah. is dead." I'm, I'm pretty sure yes and um what really inspired me i was like kind of like in a slump at, and i was at work and i finally met this uh so one of my coworkers, she was christian she was telling me about how she had like a, a homeless ministry and it started out just buying a pizza at um, a pizza place in lafayette um, where i'm at and she just god put it on her heart to give it to some homeless guy and there began a ministry i was like dang that's like like it made me like what like i want to be like that i want to do something like that and it definitely inspired me um and recently i've been more like encouraged like i feel like it's been on my heart to like do more for the church um i thought i was going to harding so like i was just like maybe backing away from the church but now that i'm staying here i just want to go all in i think I one thing you know more a part of everything to be encouraged um about though is like we don't it's so good to you know be doing big things and you know just like bold faithful acts but you know it's so easy to also or not easy it's so overlooked sometimes that you know we can serve like i really don't want to help my mom unload the dishwasher and i would rather like you know, do something else, but like I'm serving my mom by saying, hey, let me help you while you're doing that right now. Or like at college when I have, you know, a, a nice apartment, like I can serve people by saying, hey, y'all wanna come over and, you know, have fellowship with them and serve them. And and just like, there's so many, I think it's just, you know, another part of like his grace that we can do all these big things that will reveal his glory but also these small things too and it all just like collides and works together you know Mm -hmm. i mean it makes me think and in a way it's one of the the parables talking about um about trust and about like he who can't be trusted with little can't be trusted with a lot makes me think you know yeah it's the same thing with service i mean you don't have to why would you know not that any service is bigger than another, but in our human terms, you know, there are bigger deeds than others, I guess. But why would, you know, why would God give you the opportunity to, to do that when you can't even, like you said, Cassidy, like even just like help right, your mom in the yeah. house or or invite people to your apartment that's him, that's and just to say, hey, you want to talk right. about Jesus? I mean, or just like even like learning to like bite your tongue in an argument. Oh, yeah. Like. Like that is Ooh. honestly something that I struggle with so bad, especially with like my sister, if I'm being honest, like we get in arguments and I just want to attack her and tell her all the things she's doing wrong and all the ways she's making me feel horrible. But it's like, that is not, that is not holy or something God would ever do. He's always the first to forgive, you know? 
downloads. Um, oh, yeah. And also, go, you want, man, that, that's serious conviction. Serious conviction. Um, I definitely, uh, I definitely feel like I overlooked like the small things. Like whenever you brought the attention, like uh, doing the small things for and just in service. Um, like I tend to like uh, not, especially right now in my life, just like tend to not want to do things for other people. Um, yeah. Just like. I mean, that's their problem they can deal with it but like as christians we should be able to mm-hmm. say so that's good. a problem yeah. but i'm gonna help them i mean how many times at least for me there's been so many times that somebody will come to the church and you know i'll see them and i can tell you know they're not christian or you know they probably have some struggles that they're going through which we all do but you know i'm just like you know i really i don't really I mean, somebody else can do it. I don't really want to have to be the person who's, you know, being Jesus to them, which is horrible. And it makes me think of, you know, Jesus when he says, you know, whatever you do for the least yeah. of these, you do for me. And there's no, like, no one is more important than the next man. Like, whether you sit at the first, like, the first chair at the table or the last chair, you're yeah. still just as important to Christ. Right. And I, it reminds me of, like, that you know if we have all these like christian speakers or like you know big influencers who do so much for you know the kingdom of god and they you know help so many believers and non-believers but it's also like there's so many people who are so unnoticed but like we all work for like the body of christ like we all have a part in the body Mm -hmm. so like just because someone is you know out in front that doesn't mean they're more important or that god loves them anymore um actually mm-hmm. people who are not as recognized Ooh, are yeah. you know just if not you know so loved you know just as much yeah. as and just as much doing a purpose as someone who is being seen yes yeah totally i mean it's kind of like the the friend of the in the Bible, the story of the the man, the lame man who couldn't walk, and his friend, who you know, his friends who went out of their way to to carry and put him, drop him through the roof to get to Jesus, just so he could be touched yeah. and healed by Jesus. Like um, everyone matters. It doesn't matter if you're disabled. It doesn't matter if you're you're come from a low income family. It doesn't ma- it doesn't matter. It, it's to Jesus. You're precious. Yeah. We talked about for service. We talked about you know how service can be wrong and how we can do service for Jesus. And we talked about a lot of the negatives of worship and how we can falsely worship uh, idols and whatnot. But what does true worship look like? Like what is that then? And we're called to worship God. What does that What does that look like? I feel like honestly, just like noticing you know our sinfulness. And like wanting to project his holiness and just like Ooh. getting on your knees and bowing and saying like god i have fallen short of your glory again and i i forgive me you know but like i'm here to say that you're good and you have delivered me once again and even if you're not delivering me right now you're delivering someone else and you're healing someone else so and you're saving someone else right now you know 
and just like saying I'm so unworthy but like you you made me perfect through the cross mm-hmm. you know <laughs> next podcast there's so we need you on another podcast I think your answers are awesome um definitely I, I definitely that was like like I didn't even think about that boom different perspective yeah um whenever it comes like whenever I think about true worship like a lot of people think of like worship is just like you're at church and you're singing the songs but like I feel like worship is in other things like when it comes to like tithing um doing acts of service like other people like true worship is honor I feel like it's honoring God through whatever you do it's it's living for him pointing to him making your life point to Jesus in like Colossians or something that's like whether you eat or drink or whatever you do like do it all for the glory of God yes it's giving your first of everything to him I feel like um which is I mean I also talked about this earlier and a lot of people this is a very well-known psalm but I feel like a lot of people don't associate it with this message that we're talking about today but psalm 32 I mean, the whole thing is great, <laughs> but, and I won't read all of it, but I mean, it, David, it's David and he's talking about, you know, his sin and how, you know, his transgressions are forgiven. And, um, you know, I acknowledge my sin to you and I did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my tra- transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. And then later on, he like in the same Psalm, he's talking about how uh, rejoice in the Lord and be glad. You're righteous. Sing, I mean, you're righteous. Sing, all you who are upright in heart. It's like in the same thing. He's talking about like what you literally just said, Cassidy. You know, he's or Austin. I think it was Cassidy. You know, acknowledging your sin, and then or something. I don't remember exactly how you were, but like acknowledging your sin, and then worshiping yeah. Him mm-hmm. through that, and like acknowledging His grace and what He has done, and not letting that be something that weighs you down your past, but rather. To build you up yeah. even stronger so you can proclaim his name mm-hmm. even more to show what he's done in you. Yeah, so good. One question. Well, actually, not a question. So recently I started doing a prayer journal. Don't have a prayer journal. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Um, I mean, literally, it's just a journal and you jot down your prayers. If you didn't know what that was. But um, <laughs> so for any of you out there which is totally fine no judgment but um one thing i just a little bit one thing that i didn't (laughs) so for my prayers i pray every night and i mean i pray every day like multiple times throughout the day but a lot of my verbal prayers or prayers in my mind they all kind of it's hard for me to sometimes put what i am praying for in like my mind which is weird but whenever i start writing them out like some things that I didn't know necessarily that's what I felt. I'll like write it down and I'm like, yeah. whoa, this is exactly what I, this is, this is it right here. And one thing that I wrote down that has really been convicted to me was, you know, um, this is not it word for word, but it was pretty much, you know, so oftentimes I claim the name in Jesus, but I don't proclaim his name. Mm-hmm. And I think so many Christians, we claim Jesus, oh, we claim dang. that's who we are. We put our identity in him quote unquote, but we don't proclaim his name. We don't go out and to the streets and to, to our neighbors and say, look, I live in Jesus. You know, this is who I am. I reside in him. Yeah. 
and it's also like whenever we are proclaiming that like for me huge conviction like something i definitely can you know work so much on um is like remembering that a lot of the time or literally the reason we're not proclaiming is because we're selfish you know and it's just like another like testament like hey i'm so sinful that i'm being so selfish because i'm not telling the world right now or my neighbor literally next door that jesus is the king and that's the only way you know you're gonna have full fulfillment and you know get to heaven is through him and i just feel like that a lot of times we don't do that because we're fearful and we're you know scared which is such like a okay reason to you know you know it's okay to feel that but knowing that like he's bigger than the fear you know well yeah i mean it's i mean really what comes down to is when you label yourself and you put your identity in christ i mean you have a you have a question to answer at that point it's you know do i put on the image of christ for my own self-gratification or for the glory of god i mean it's really like you gotta you have to pick there is no in between yeah for sure go ahead austin um i kind of forgot the question with the most recent one uh the one that guy literally just said uh (laughs) that one i don't know that's the one (laughs) sorry uh, do we put on the image of christ for our own self-gratification or for the glory of god oh i remember uh you talking about this okay so ah huge conviction like like that's to like i have this idea of like oh man i'd so one my like my actions to like proclaim god because like sometimes like it's so nervous to be like what if i talk to them about jesus and they're just like they just shut down and they don't want to talk about jesus or me like to me in general and i'm like man like does it really matter as long as like they're getting jesus you know at, at least they're getting somewhere you know like you like you always say like um or just I've heard this around uh, you know sometimes you'll be the only person like you'll be the only Bible yeah, they read you know what I mean I, I think I said that right I think it's just like the fact of you know we're talking to someone maybe we never talked to about you know Jesus but like um oh my gosh I lost my thought we're talking to them about it and we're not supposed to be the ones to try and convince or try to convict them mm-hmm. or try to you know win an argument but like we're just supposed to like be planting a seed and like someone else like whenever we are obedient to to god oh, yeah. we're planting that seed and god will be faithful and have someone else water that seed over and over again so just because you know you're not getting that response that you want which is a huge reason why you know there's all this fear but like we're not supposed to be winning mm-hmm. an argument Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we can't save yeah, the world, exactly. <laughs> but Jesus can. One thing that it's like really sad, actually, I heard this the other day. Really, it's really sad. You know, three billion people in this world will never have an opportunity to. They don't. They don't have access to even like hear Jesus's name. They like be introduced to Christians and to be introduced to the Bible, which is like that's a lot of people. Right, yeah. Um, 
And even like, now, now a lot of people in America, like, yes, we've been introduced to it, but, or we know about it, but how many people are actually like introduced to Christ and like actually like have someone in their life who is trying to mm-hmm. model Christ to them? Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I, I can speak for myself. Like, I haven't done that a lot for a lot of my friends. I haven't. And it's, it's so convicting. It's so yeah. convicting. I try, I, I try to honestly, like, bring, whenever, like, I'm talking to, like, one of our close friends, I always try to, like, even though they're secular and they're just not really, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I, I kind of believe in that, man. I kind of, like, bring up Jesus all the time. Not that I'm trying to, like, be proud about it, just, like, I just, I want to talk about it. It's like, I don't want to have that guilt and shame, like, the enemy tries to bring, oh, you're not talking about Jesus enough, you're not talking about, you're not spreading the word. So I'm like, you know what? fine i'm just gonna i'm gonna bring christ to everyone that i ever meet yeah because i know that's exactly what our mission is our mission is to point to jesus well said um there's been there's so much to say about all this there's so much we've barely scratched the surface but we did we did (laughs) scratch the surface so i've really i've really enjoyed this conversation i've enjoyed having both y'all on this Um, this is this is this is amazing. both of you. I just wanted to say because I, I wanted to say it earlier, and then we were just we kept talking <laughs> until I didn't. But I wanted to say that both of you, um, I think it's really good to affirm people when you mean it. <laughs> I really mean this. So um, I just wanted to say that both of you really do radiate Christ. Y'all do. And I mean, Austin, like you and me have been bros for the last few years. So I've really been able to like see you grow in your faith. And like Cassidy, like honestly, you and me, like. Like I, I knew you from right, one class yeah. my freshman year. And for those of you who don't know, me and Cassidy went to the same high school for one year. We had had one class together one semester. And like four years later, we've kind of kept in contact a little bit. And now we're, you know, trying to yeah. talk again and whatnot. But anyways, um, like even in just that small moment of how I barely knew her there. And then from what I've seen on social media, like she radiates Christ, y'all. Cassidy Porter is... She's a believer in Austin too, and it's awesome. So I'm happy to have both of you here I on know, this. You're so sweet. You gonna yeah, make me cry, Corp? Oh man. Oh, what a guy. Seriously. Yeah, yeah man, you just you radiate yeah. Christ as much as we do, and I appreciate Thank your you. brothership, man. It's the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um. My pleasure. Well, <laughs> I guess that's all the in time um y'all have any like closing comments and things you like final reflections i guess on what we've talked about some and what it means to have an identity in christ i like what your maybe takeaways or sorry i think just looking back on my life when you know i haven't had him as my identity versus when i have had him as my identity like it's a complete 180 switch one is full of fear and people's opinions and worldliness and one is full of satisfaction and peace and joy and gentleness and so much good only good so I think it's he's just so good why would you why would you not want to put it in him you know Mm -hmm. yeah I think we get caught up in like um, just uh, trying to identify 
uh, who we are. Because, like, I mean, especially now, like, we're trying to get into college, we're starting new lives, we're trying to make, have an identity. And a lot of people, I guess yeah. even like me, had identity crises. We don't know where to put our identity. Um, and whenever I finally ended up just, like, going all in, just, like, put my identity in Christ, I was just like, dang, this is great. Um, and then, uh, you know, I felt short and I just saw the absence of Christ mm-hmm. in my life. I was like, I cannot live like this. Though. I cannot. Um, so definitely going all in for Christ <laughs> is trying to bring it back to episode two. Just having going all in for Christ and having that identity yeah, I think is so amazing. Perfect. What y'all said. How, what I would say is that, you know. We as humans, we all want to have an identity. We all want to be to be loved, to be known, and to be remembered, and you know to have a legacy. But to be honest, you know, we're all human, and we're all gonna fall short. And there's always gonna be somebody else who is, you know, doing something, you know, greater out there. You know, quote unquote, what people would say. You know, someone else who's there's always someone. There's always competition. Okay, but in Jesus, there's not. Yeah. There's only there's only love, grace, and mm-hmm. an identity that matters, that actually matters, that will be everlasting, and something so much more and so much greater, and that's that's something worth considering, especially if you haven't considered it um, to consider yeah. it. So good. Well, um, <laughs> with that being said. Uh, if you could do us a favor, well, not even do us a favor. If you're interested in more of what we're doing over here at Seeking Euphoria, I would ask you to go check out our Instagram at um, Seeking Euphoria Podcast. There's a lot of cool things over there that it's all Jesus. Man, you want to say something awesome? Yeah. Man, can I just say one thing? I just want to say one thing. Um, the just the, the just the Instagram uh, little page, I guess I guess I can call it. It's so amazing. Just looking at it, um, it's just like it makes my heart just explode. We're just like, wow, this is people reaching out with their faith and just proclaiming Jesus. They're they're uh, honoring God. They're um, they're sh- they're showing how they love God. And I just I love that it's all across the board. Yeah. Everyone. What's, it, what's really beautiful about I it? I love it. It's like whenever we made that page, like we never once said like, you know, keep it to like Christian things. Don't like don't say like like only say things that you're that brings you joy in Christ. We never put that that requirement. But it's like everyone's taking it that route. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. That's beautiful. I love to see that. So cool. Mm-hmm. So yes, check mm-hmm. us out there if you want to see some cool stuff. Um, if you have, if you want to contact us, you can email us at seeking euphoria podcast at gmail.com or just message us at our Instagram at seeking euphoria podcast. So yeah, thank you. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course. Um, I'll see y'all yeah. later. All right. Y'all have a good night. Uh, our pleasure.